Welcome to the Serpent Soul Podcast, where we explore our identity before God and our relationship with God. I'm your host, Kenneth Grady, and I pray that we will be fed by the Word of God, led by the Spirit of God, and living with passion for the will of God. And in so doing, may we raise each other up as we lay ourselves down before the Lord. This is the Servant Soul Podcast. Well, since it is the weekend of Independence Day here in the U.S., and because of the fact that one of my friends and I have been having a really good discussion about salvation and just the concept of freedom from sin and some other topics, I thought I'd do an episode today about what is freedom? Because, you know, it's a big deal this time of year in America, right? We wear shirts uh, printed with it. We wave our flags to represent it. We sing songs to celebrate it. We talk about how Christ has set us free. We, we talk about how soldiers have died for our freedom. But can we define freedom? What is freedom? I mean, is freedom the ability to do whatever we want? Is freedom the choice we're given between predetermined options? Is freedom something else altogether? And who's in charge of freedom anyway, right? I mean, is freedom granted by God or the government? Who's responsible for protecting freedom? How do we share freedom with others? And who gets to be free and why? And these are all great questions, but, but most of them are answered pretty simply, I believe, when we have a correct view of who we are before God. And that's why I use the slogan, exploring our identity before God and a relationship with God for this podcast, because most of the questions that we wrestle with as humans are birthed from the relational issues with God. God makes sense. God's word makes sense. And so when we lie awake at night pondering questions of the heart, many times it's because we're looking at our heart instead of what God has revealed about his heart. And so in looking at freedom today, I want to take us across several passages to show us how God has given us freedom. And I want to start by pointing out that all freedom in this life is freedom from sin. Because sin comes into our lives from all angles. I mean, the sin of people or governments who want to abuse power. The sin of indulgence that keeps us locked in unhealthy habits. The sin of pride that prevents the healing of broken relationships. The sin of poor stewardship of talents or resources that keeps us paralyzed. Uh, all forms of freedom is God-given deliverance from sin. So the first view I want to take of freedom is that we are freed from the captivity of sin. Galatians 5.1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. See, sin is the master of those who live without God. Without the work of Christ in our hearts, we are slaves to sin. We aren't just attracted to sinful behaviors. We serve our sin nature. What we often define as fun and pleasure is often the master of our hearts. Sin has its pleasure, but the reality is that without Christ, we are loyal subjects to serve the evil desires of our hearts. And what we are convinced we've chosen in freedom is often actually a yoke of slavery around our necks. We are captives of our sin without God. I mean. Ask any addict who's about to lose their family because they can't quit serving their sinful addiction how freedom is working out for them. 
Or ask any overambitious worker who's built an empire but has never been able to stop worshipping greed long enough to enjoy life how freedom is working out for them. Ask any hot-tempered person who has shattered their relationships with friends and family with hateful words how freedom is working out for them. See, freedom isn't pursuing and doing and saying whatever you want. Freedom is when God releases us from the captivity of wanting all the wrong things. And so that's point one, that we are free as Christians from the captivity of sin through Christ. And the second point is that we're freed from the philosophy of sin. Galatians 3.28 says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And my brother always points out every time we talk about freedom that, that only with faith in our Creator can we sustain our position of having inalienable rights. There are barriers between what one man can do to another because God has placed value on all human life. All life is created with intrinsic value because we are created in God's image and endowed with his love. I, I am given inalienable rights because no man has been given permission to abuse another by the creator of all men. All individual freedoms between one man and another and a man and his government hang on this truth. Without God, this whole ship goes down. Like, you know, who says the government can't claim what is yours? Who says your neighbor can't claim what is yours? Whether that's property or privacy or dignity or liberty, whatever. The philosophy of our sinful nature is this. If I can take it, I can have it. Only God can place the true value on his creation. That gives us freedom from the philosophy of sin. God has given us value because we have been made in his image. God has given us value in our calling to be his children. God has given us value by his love that he's poured out on us. And so without God the creator to stand between us and the philosophy of sin, we have no title or deed to our claim of inalienable rights. And next I want to say that you know we've been freed from the vanity of sin. Job 15.31-33 says this, Let not him that is deceived trust in vanity, for vanity shall be his recompense. It shall be accomplished before his time, and his branch shall not be green. He shall shake off his unripe grape as the vine, and shall cast off his flower as the olive. And focusing really there on that first, on that first verse, Let not him that is deceived trust in vanity, for vanity shall be his recompense. So, we have to ask, what's the point, right? Have you ever experienced the crushing weight of having to perform a burdensome task, which you know is 100% absolutely unmeaningful and has no impact? I mean, that is the reality of life without an understanding of who we are before God. What does it matter? What does anything matter if we are living by a cosmic accident for the purpose of existing until we don't? That is the bondage of vanity. It is absolutely smothering. And yet we have fought so hard to promote it in our schools and in our legislation and in our entertainment and in our families that all that matters is trying to enjoy the experience of life. But if that's all that matters, nothing matters. Vanity isn't freedom, it's bondage to the constant aching hunger to find meaning in all the misery of life. And look at the cost of all the chaos we're 
mistakenly calling freedom. We live in a time when you can literally do about anything, anything that you want. There are very few constraints on whatever you want to watch or inhale or drink or say or do to your body or do sexually or where you want to go or or what you want to learn or who you want to talk to. There have never been more options available in history to the average human being. And yet in the midst of what we parade around as freedom, has there ever been more depression, more mental health, more suicide, more violence in schools, more violence in families? I mean, children, little children are bringing guns to schools and destroying each other because they have no answer to the aching, burning question in their hearts. What is the point? And our relationship with God is the only real freedom from the bondage of the vanity of life. Lastly, we have been freed from the penalty of sin. Romans 6.22-23 says, But now, being made free from sin, and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness, and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. As I said at the beginning, all freedom really comes down to freedom from sin. As sinners, we stand guilty before God of judgment and death. We just... We deserve to receive the wrath of God as a reward for our offenses against our righteous Creator and Lord. Only in Christ do we find redemption from that sin. The wages of sin is death, and Jesus Christ accepted the full price of our sins and paid it in full by the offering of His perfect life on the cross. And so, God's gift to mankind is freedom. Freedom from sin through both repentance and faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And it shows us in verse 22, we are offered freedom through the work of Christ and made servants to God in our freedom from sin. And as faithful servants, we bear fruit unto holiness in the end everlasting life. So what is true freedom? It's not being released from restraint to serve ourselves as we please, but rather being released from seeking pleasure that we may serve God. John 8, 34-36 says, Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. Thanks for listening, and until next time, may we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen.